Welcome to the Play More Music Podcast with your host, Kurt Hilton. Kurt, who is the owner and DJ for Play More Music Entertainment, talks with clients and vendors in the wedding industry, get tips on how to get into the wedding industry, and hear how some amazing vendors got their start. Be sure to stick around for the end of the show for fast acquaintance questions. Now it's time for the Play More Music Podcast. Here's your host, Kurt Hilton. Welcome back to another episode of the Playmore Music Podcast. On this episode, I spoke to Eddie Thompson from Dogwood Gatherings. We talked about her wonderful wedding planning business, what made her want to get into the business, planning this year during the pandemic, how Raleigh is growing as a market, and what summer looks like for the wedding industry. So sit back and enjoy another episode of the Playmore Music Podcast. All right, and welcome to the show the one, the only herself. Let's say hello to Addie Thompson from Dogwood Gatherings. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Before the show, I know we're talking. Uh, we're excited for the rain this weekend and uh, be able to stay inside yeah. once again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hopefully you have a good TV show lined up that you're going to want to uh, partake in. We have watched uh, in our house. I we've watched uh, Shit's Creek. We've watched uh, oh. all the all the Cobra Kai. We've watched. Yeah. Uh, I tried watching the Fuller House. I really wasn't a. I'm 45, so I'm 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 an 80s <laughs> kid. So I I tried watching sure. Fuller House, and it, it it wasn't for me. But uh, there's yeah. some other good ones on there. How about yourself? Were you, is you, any binge watching for you this year? You know, we so of course we did Tiger King. Um, okay. I think everybody had to get sucked into that a little bit. Um, but we have restarted um, Grey's Anatomy. Oh. Um, so we are rewatching some of those moments that were not too favorable. Okay. Um, and I, I slowly die inside each time I see it. And I'm like, okay, we got to take a break. So we'll take a break for like two or three days and then we'll start it up again. And something else dramatic will happen. I'm like, Oh, I have to take a break for two or three days. So <laughs> we've been enjoying it. My husband never saw it. So we've just kind of be, uh, he sees the surprises and I know what's happening. So it's, uh, it's fun to rewatch it and kind of watch him watch it for the first time. Very nice. Very nice. He's probably like me with, uh, when my wife watched it, I would come in and, uh, I, I would get caught into some shows and then somebody would die in the show. And I'd be like, okay, this is why I can't watch this show because exactly. something depressing happens when I watch <laughs> yeah. the show. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's every, every episode. Exactly. Well, what the good news is we just talked also is some of the restrictions have been taken off. So more the, yeah. the more people can go to venues and everything. So yeah. uh, as an event planner, a wedding planner, what's some exciting news you're going to be telling your, your clients this week? Um, so we've been sending out emails. A lot of our clients, we originally told in January to um, reassess their guest lists. Um, we've told them that, you know, if you're looking at 100 or 150, bring that down to 50 or 75. Let's be realistic with the, you know, restrictions. Um, we want you to be able to have your wedding. We want you to be able to have a good time. But realistically, we're not going to be able to get those numbers together. And this week I get to email people and say, hey, look, depending on your venue, we may be able to make those numbers happen. And that's really exciting for not only for us, but the couples and now the venues, the caterers, DJs. Um, it's, it looks like the, the floodgates are finally opening up and we, we just couldn't be more excited. Absolutely. And let's talk about the name of your business, uh, Dogwood Gatherings. Where'd you guys yeah. get that name? You know, originally we had kind of floated around with um, like Oak City or Magnolia. We just wanted something that was truly Southern. And we really dabble a lot in the North Carolina market, but we're also touching base in Virginia and South Carolina. Um, and so I just wanted something that would be relevant, specific to those states. Um, and the dogwood was perfect for that. 
That's very cool. Um, as far as uh, your husband's involved too with officiating and yes. you guys just don't do weddings, you do, you do events. What kind of events do you guys plan also? So we do corporate events. Um, you know, we, IBM, Coke, um, those are just some of the examples of big business events that we've done. Um, we like to make it fun. And that's the whole point. A lot of people do big Christmas parties um, where they invite all of their families and employees out to these big parties. Um, and we just try to make it as, as fun as we can so they can also learn at the same time, but they're not bored to death sitting in a conference room. Absolutely. And so as, as far as kids, I know, um, I don't do these parties anymore, like birthday parties. I used to DJ like, you know, certain birthday parties and everything. Do these big 16 year old birthday parties, do they have event planners do those? I mean, I'm always curious. I mean, I don't see them as much as I used to, but do they still do those big events for like 16 year olds? You know, I, I will say in 2019, the sweet 16 craze had come back. Um, a lot of people were saying, Hey, look, you know, you can either have a car for your 16th birthday or you can have this big party. Um, and a lot of people were leaning towards the party, um, which has been really fun. I, the quinceañeras are really popular. We've done a lot of those and the bar and bat mitzvahs have become really popular. Um, I would say the sweet 16 craze is dying out. Um, if I had a choice, I would definitely choose a car over a party. Uh, but you know, it, it just depends on, you know, what we've got going on. The bar and the bat mitzvahs are very popular right now, I would say. Very cool. And, and starting the business, what made you want to get into the wedding industry? What made you think, you know what, let's get this business started. Was it like the event you're going to that you thought you could bring something unique to it? Or what, what was it that, uh, when did you get into this world of, uh, wedding planning? It's funny. My, um, my best friend growing up, um, she was getting married and she was the first to get engaged. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is going to be such a fun time. And we were slowly learning all of the ropes. We were learning about all the hoops that we had to jump through with getting permits for alcohol. Um, we learned about floral designs and things like that. And I was like, I absolutely love this. I love every aspect of it. You get to spend the best day of somebody's life with them over and over and over again. Um, and she did it with me up until 2016 and she got pregnant and she had a baby and she was like, you know, and I'm going to be a full-time mom. And I was like, that sounds good. I'm still digging what I'm doing. So we rebranded to dogwood and, uh, my husband joined the team and we've just kind of been having fun ever since. That's great. And then as far as your clients, how far out do you usually get booked for, for events? I will say we are very fortunate to be fully booked except for two dates this year. Um, typically the way that we book is we book one wedding a weekend. Um, and the reason we do that is we want to be able to dedicate ourselves to you. Um, if you have a wedding on a Saturday, we want to be there for you Friday and Sunday. Um, and you know, Sunday, we want to be there Saturday and Monday. We want to be able to bring everything, set everything up, um, take everything down. When you get in your getaway car at the end of the night, we don't want you to look back. We want you to be able to think, okay, you know what? We hired Addie. The dogwood team is going to take care of everything. If we need if we've left something or if we're waiting on a security deposit, we're going to make sure that we get that back for the client. Um, so we, we've been very fortunate to be booked for this year and we've already got 19 weddings for 2022. Wonderful. And as far as uh, wedding planners, I enjoy working with wedding planners when I DJ an event because it actually, um, it leaves a lot of that stress out, um, for the day, you know, some days when yeah. they don't hire a wedding planner, you'll, you can tell that they'll have like a bridesmaid or they'll have a groomsman or somebody will be helping. But I'm like, you 
you're kind of losing focus when you don't hire wedding planners. So I think it's yeah. So when, when everybody as a team can work together, don't you think that runs a little bit more smoothly? I think it runs great. And I always tell people the DJ is like my second hand. I, I will run the ceremony, but when we get into the reception, it's really your show. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of just follow our timeline that we put together. And I really just kind of hide in the background. I make sure that the cake isn't melting or <laughs> that the, the caterers are cooking what they need to be cooking. And we just kind of handle everything until you do the final send off. And then we take it over again. So we, we really rely on you a lot. We appreciate you. Well, you know, I, I do. I would say I call you guys the boss. It's kind of funny when I come in. All right. What do you need me? Where are we going? All right. What's they look like? You know, what's the itinerary? Cause you know what I mean? It's nice and smooth. You know what I mean? Because if you do have yeah. a, like a parent or somebody run the event, they get pulled and pushed this way and that way with a family member. But usually when I meet a wedding planner, it's like, all right, boss, where are we going? And you, and you got yeah. to hide in the back and you have that look of like, like what's going to happen next. But, like but if, how if something can happens, we... you're like, I, see yeah. you. I got you. Yeah. And, you give like the DJ, the, the nod, you know, what's going yeah. on and everything will run smoothly. <laughs> yeah. So I, we appreciate you guys too. So, yeah. but as far as, um, so we, we have, what do you think? 150 guests can come to weddings now, or is it, I mean, is it just maybe 50? I mean, I mean, again, you- it's, it's the venue. Um, if the venue has a higher capacity, obviously they can have more guests. Um, right now, most of the venues that we work with, we're looking at anywhere between 75 to 150 Um, so I would say 150 is a safe number, especially if you're doing something outside. Um, there are definitely more options now. Um, some of the venues that we work with are now opening up the outside area as a part of, um, like an alternative area. So if you can have 50 people inside, you can also have 20 people outside. So that's 70 people that you could have, but we just have to make sure that we're very careful with how they intermingle. Um, so we just want to make sure that we have extra things that are going on outside, maybe mm-hmm. like an extra guest table with an extra activity, um, just so that people are not constantly in one area. Absolutely. And as far as your team, how many people do you have in your team right now? So right now it's my husband and I, we have one associate planner. Um, we nice. are going through the hiring process because we are, um, this year, especially with some of our rollovers from COVID, um, mm-hmm. we're doing two weddings in a weekend. Wow. Um, and that's not, that's not my favorite thing to do only because I can't split myself in half. I can't be at both of those weddings, but I do have an associate planner that I trust. Um, Rachel is fantastic. She kind of hides behind the scenes. Um, she does not, um, you don't see her a lot. Um, she's kind of funny. She's got red hair. She's, she's real fun. You would definitely know her if you saw her, but, um, she's fantastic. She's definitely the person that I would trust. And if for some reason, God forbid something happens and I got sick or we wouldn't be able to attend, which has never happened, knock on wood. Um, but she is my go-to. She knows how I run weddings. She knows where to find all of my timelines. Mm -hmm. Um, so she's kind of like my backup. That's good. You know, I'm, I'm a one man band myself. Uh, many moons ago, I did have a couple of people that would, uh, you know, want to do some work for me, but I don't know about you. I got worried of, especially now with COVID who's, you know, what if they don't show up or what if they decide they don't want to be a DJ this weekend or, you know, yeah. and that's a scary yeah. thought. I mean, what is that train of thought in your head? Like if somebody wouldn't show up, what would be like your plan? Would it be like this, a backup you'd have or you know, I, again, my husband is, is super on it. We, when we go to meetings, final details meetings, he's always there with me. Um, so if for some reason something happened, um, and let's say Rachel couldn't show up, um, we would split ourselves. Um, my husband would go to one event and I would go to another. 
Um, the only negative thing about my husband being there is obviously he can't pop his head in the bridal suite and be like, Hey, you're ready to go. And you know, he's going to have to kind of make contact with a bridesmaid or something like that, but we would have a plan in place. Um, but again, God forbid, you know, we have so many people, so many other planners that we work with as well, that I know that if I put a call out to any of them, um, we are real big on community versus competition. Um, there's, there's plenty of work for everybody. Um, so if, if I were to call, um, you know, Primrose and Lily, um, Casey, today's her birthday, actually, um, she would be there in a heartbeat. Um, you know, so there's a lot of different planners that we can rely on for help. And I'm sure they feel the same way about us. Absolutely. That, you know, and that's the same thing with the DJ world. There's probably a good handful of us, uh, that I speak with and I, we keep in touch. I think it's good for the market. You know, it kind of keeps a good price point. I'm sure you guys probably do the same thing yeah. because you know, there, there's individuals who, um, we'll start a business and they really not too sure, which is understandable how to price point, uh, a wedding. Um, you know, but it's good to get that education from other DJs and we all, you know, we don't meet up anymore, but like we used to go talk or gather and I still talk to some through throughout, uh, Raleigh in case some God forbid it happened to me. I'd be like, Hey, yeah. look, uh, I need somebody to jump in. And they, this, like you said, they would be there. And that, and that's, what's great about, I think the triangle, don't you think we all, we all collaborate yeah. together and there's really no, there's a, uh, really no issues with all of us together. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I, I absolutely love it. And it, you know, like the triangle wedding connection and, and different things like that. Um, we're actually not a part of NACE, um, but we are, are really considering joining because some of those events that they have in the community that they build within each other is just fantastic. I mean, I don't know how many people I've spoken to that have the same mindset that we do that community versus competition. I mean, there, if you think about how many people are moving into the triangle on a monthly basis and then how many of those people are turning around and getting married or having kids that are getting married, there's plenty of work for everybody. And we're just so excited to work with all of these vendors. I, we drove downtown last week and I don't know if you noticed this too. We drove downtown um, and we were just, we looked at some new buildings. We're like, where did this come from? Like Raleigh's growing so quick. Yeah. I'm thinking we could be like the next Boston in the next 10 years. What do you think? I, I think so. I think that we're definitely moving up there. I know that, you know, they always talk about how Apex and Kiri are definitely like some of the top places to live. I think Apex has been number two for a while. Um, I think that we live in a great area. I mean, I, I left North Carolina to go to college in West Virginia. Um, and I came right back because I love North Carolina. Mm -hmm. I think North Carolina is a great place to be. We, you know, we're, we're located in Mebane. We also have an office in Wilmington. Um, but Mebane, I can be at the beach in two hours or I can be at the mountains in two hours. I mean, I don't know where else you can live and, and really get that full experience. Now I haven't tapped into the, the Wilmington area. I know I've, I've called out there and do, do you, would you think that they're the vendors they use out there on the beach? Do they stick to the ones more local or are they more open to Raleigh area? They do. They, they tend to stick. And I will say it was, it was kind of hard for us to kind of um, erect ourselves there because they have a small tight knit community of vendors that they trust that they've worked together forever. And when you have a new face, you have to get to know that person. You have to trust the person. So we had to do a styled shoot um, and work with a whole bunch of vendors just to kind of introduce ourselves, get ourselves out there. Um, but I've noticed that a lot of the DJs that we work with, they kind of stretch themselves from Greensboro to Wilmington. Um, and most of the people that are on our preferred vendors list, they will get hired for events out there. Wonderful. Wonderful. And so what would you think your fast, your fastest booked month is throughout the year for you guys? Oh my gosh. Um, this year, October, October, um, next year is April. 
Really? I mean, I guess yeah. everybody's assuming that we'll be back to normal by April with all the vaccines. Yeah. And yeah. So I, I, April, I would say that we actually have one date left in April. Um, and there are a couple of dates that we've actually double booked just because of rollovers. Um, so wonderful. And then, so if a client goes to your website and they, they want to get started with you, what's, what, what's that look like on your website? Is it pretty, is it a pretty easy process for them to like a one click thing to go to get things set up? Yeah. So we are super easy. Um, the main thing is I want you to go to my website. I want you to kind of get a feel for who we are. Um, because I think it's important for you to vibe really well with a planner. Um, if you and I don't have the same personality or we're not going to be able to be best friends during this process, then I'll encourage you to continue to look for a wedding planner. Um, so I have a little contact form that you fill out. We have a phone conversation or we can go get coffee. Um, and then typically right after that, um, I will hold the date for you for a week. That way you can kind of search a little bit and, and kind of think about what you're doing. Um, but ultimately, um, we take a small deposit up front. Um, it's super easy. The contract is, is one page. I don't want to overwhelm you with restrictions and things like that. Um, and we're pretty flexible. So it's, it's a very easy process, I would say. Wonderful. And then la- as far as last year, did you have a lot of rescheduling being COVID for this year? Or did you get a lot of new, new uh, bookings this year? Um, so we had, I would say most of our year for 2020 rescheduled. Um, and then we actually signed up with Wedding Wire and the Knot for the first time. And within the first month of having that, um, it, we had inquiries just crazy. Um, so we booked up our year pretty quickly, like with the rest of that. Um, so I would say, you know, to any vendors that watch this, that are not on the wedding wire or the not, we really have gotten such a great return from that. That's um, great so that, have. yeah, yeah. It's, it's been fantastic. I would say, you know, we signed up in, in August and I think we had our year fully booked by December. Wow. That's amazing. I am on the, I'm on wedding wire. I I'm, I'm like on the low tier one. I don't use the big yeah. tier one. Um, being, I'm a solo or, you know, a solo shop guy, I guess you'd say, Yeah. but I, I did get some inquiries. I wasn't sure. I, I heard they're emerging with the not correct. So is it, yes. is it, is it just one platform now or is it uh, still two platforms? So it's still two flat pat, bleh platforms. Um, so you go in, you can log into your wedding wire, which they actually have an app, which is great. And then the not, you have to log in online. Um, I love wedding wire app because as soon as somebody sends me an inquiry, I get it right to my phone and I try really hard to keep my response time under an hour. Um, so, you know, if you send me a message, I want to get back to you really quickly. Um, and I'm able to do that with wedding wire versus the not where I have to kind of make sure I'm checking my email and all that stuff. So it says you'll alert, you'll be, you'll get back within an hour. Is that? Yeah. So, um, typically it's, it pings to my phone, just like a text message would, um, which is great because I can just immediately respond. I have some answers that are queued up. Um, if somebody asks me pricing, I can send them the PDF packet of it. I don't have to be at my computer, which is super important for me because I'm really out and about with our brides and grooms Mm -hmm. all day. Um, so I don't want to have to wait until the end of my day to send out those inquiries. I want to be able to respond to them right then. Very nice. That's good to know. And, yeah. uh, so as far as this season going on, would you say what, like your preferred vendors, what do you look for with your preferred vendors? I know it's important. Like we all work together, know each other. What is it yeah. you look in, in a preferred vendor? We want to be able to have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to be professional. Um, I want somebody that's going to show up, they're going to set up and then they're going to be there for the couple. 
Um, obviously we're all hired to do a job and we want to do our jobs well, um, with caterers. We want to make sure the food comes out hot and delicious. Um, we want to make sure the service is spot on. We want to make sure that everybody's getting taken care of the bride and groom, get their food first, obviously. Um, photographers, we have lots of dark and moody. We have light and bright. Um, and we try to have a, a lot of versatility with those. Um, I want somebody that can, I'm not a good photo taker. I, I don't do very well, but if I have a good photographer, I can have somebody that makes me laugh and makes me feel at ease. And that's super important to us. Um, and the same thing for the DJ. We want you guys to get people excited to be on the dance floor. I mean, why would, why are you going to have music if nobody's going to dance to it? Absolutely. So it's, it, you know, we want a party starter and, you know, we have some DJs and some caterers and some photographers, videographers that can just get the party started. And, and if we can all work well together, the event is just a fluid movement. And I absolutely love that. That is great. That is great. And I was going to ask you one more question as far as like this season. Also, I know that with the, with the, I guess their restrictions and everything, Mm -hmm. Do you think by the end of the year, we'll be back to normal? Do you think, or it'll be like this rest of the year? This, this, your, this your thought. I think, I think it's going to be like this for the rest of the year. Um, I think that we have lifted some of the restrictions and I think that people are going to get really, really excited by it. Um, and I think that we are going where we're at now is where we're going to maintain probably for the rest of the year. I can be super hopeful and say that I hope that it gets better than this. Um, you know, somebody was asking me the other day, how long I thought we'd be wearing masks. I think that we'll be wearing masks into late 2022. Um, I think that it's just going to become a, a, a requirement. I think it's going to become a way of life for a while. And, you know, I don't know how you feel about the vaccine. I know some people want to get it and some people don't. And, and I think that the people who don't want to get it are, are going to wait until they have a better option. And until then we're going to have to just kind of keep cool. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, I, I appreciate it. And now I'm going to have some fun with you. You ready to have some fun? Sure. All right, we're going to do a little bit of fast acquaintance here. I got some questions for you. Uh, just to get better acquainted with the, the people on here and kind of, you know, have some fun with you. Uh, these are sure. some fun questions. So the first one is, what was your first celebrity crush? First celebrity crush? Oh, my gosh. Um, honestly, it was either Elvis or Richard Gere. And I, I Gere. can't, I, I pretty woman. He was just... <laughs> He was the one. He was definitely the one. But Elvis always, he always steals everybody's heart. Wonderful. And and if you could travel back in time, what period of time would you go back to? Um, I'd probably go back to the 40s. And I think it's just because I feel like there was an air of class. Mm -hmm. There was just, a, you know, everybody was so eloquent. I love that. Uh, favorite junk food? Oh, man. Um, right now, it's Pocky Sticks. Is that the chicken I don't know on if you've the, ever had is that the one, the chicken on the it's so I, I wish I had one in front of me and I know I have some downstairs. It's little thin pretzel sticks that are dipped in chocolate. Mm -hmm. Um, and you gave, they give them to you in a pack. That's like this big, but I mm -hmm. could eat a hundred of them. Um, they're just so good because sometimes you're in the mood for a little something sweet and a little something salty. And that is the, that's the one right now. <laughs> uh, favorite childhood <laughs> show. Childhood show. Um, oh man, that is hard. Um, I, for some reason, Matlock is coming to mind and I know that that sounds hilarious, but I really enjoyed Andy Griffith and his character in that show was just so good. Wonderful. And then the last one, the last one is favorite season. Favorite season, um, for wedding spring, but for myself fall. 
fall. Yeah, I'm, I'm the spring and fall are my two favorite. I do like fall time, like football, you know, open, yeah. the, open the window screen, you know, let the air in and all that. Spring I used to, and I moved to Raleigh back in 2010 and the, I'm, I'm still not used. To, I mean, I lived in Georgia and we had pollen, but I can't yeah. pollen stuff. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is the only negative. I will say when we do weddings in spring, if we have the white chairs out on the lawn before we get started, I usually go out with a rag and have to get that pollen off the seats. And it's just amazing how much it, it just emits. I mean, and with, with rain, do you guys, I mean, you guys have to like have your game on too for rain too, right? For like backup plans with your brides? Yeah. So if we are not working at a venue that's all indoors, um, we always have a rain plan. Um, I always live by the farmer's almanac. So if for some reason it says you're going to have rain, I will go ahead and say, look, you're probably going to have rain because Mm -hmm. 99% of the time the farmer's almanac is, is right. Um, so we typically go by that, but I, every couple that we work with that might be doing something outdoors, we always have a rain plan. That's a good idea because I was talking to somebody recently too. I don't know about, I guess one more thing here, traditional weddings. Do you think yeah. traditional weddings, like with the, the older format, do you, do you think it's changing going away or do you think it's going to stay the same for a while? I mean, I've, I've noticed a lot of wedding, traditional weddings have totally changed. Yeah. I mean, I, we're still seeing a lot of traditional things. Um, we're still doing a lot of knot tying. Um, we're still doing um, traditional vows. Um, we are still doing a lot of jumping of the broom. Um, so we're still adding in those traditional facts. But when it comes to like the receptions and things like that, um, we're seeing a lot of different things. We're not doing the garter tosses as much as we used to. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not doing the bouquet tosses like we used to. And, and I'm totally fine with that. I think that your reception should be a big celebration and you should be able to do whatever you want during that time. I asked that because I have had some brides recently ask me, they're like, I don't want the cliche wedding. I'm like, well, what's the cliche wedding? I knew it. I want, I want them to tell me, make sure I know what the cliche wedding is. Sure. And they literally have danced half the, the first song together and they cut it short. They give me like the Mm -hmm. nod and they don't want to dance with the parents long. And they, they want, they, they want a party. They want to, they want the reception to be marriage. And like they say, I want to, I feel like I want to go into a nightclub. I always want to dance. I don't want, yeah. I don't want to stare. I want people staring around, you know, I don't yeah. want kids running around. And I just, I'm glad I get to ask you this because I don't really get to ask that many people about it. Cause it's that the day of it's like so quick, you know, it's like the fastest yeah. day of their life. So absolutely. And that's what I tell them all the time. I'm like, you know, let's enjoy this planning process together because once you get in there, once you get down the aisle, it's over. I mean, it is, it is the fastest night. Absolutely. And I'm so glad to have you on here. It's great to see you. Um, yeah, you too. Once this is back to normal, we'll all have to get together in a cool environment and record another one, but thank you, Addie Thompson for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Be sure to check out Dogwood Gatherings online at dogwoodgatherings.com. Thanks for listening to the Playmore Music Podcast made possible by Hilton Productions. If you need a male or female voiceover, contact Hilton Productions today. Hilton Productions, let our voices do the selling.